You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pilot Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek. Refuge, refuge. Great geek, great geek. Refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great articles, lots of wonderful content. In fact, you can check out all of our podcasts on the website. You can also check them out on places like Apple Podcasts, on Audible, Amazon, Google, lots of places for you to get uh, that wonderful podcast content. There's also lots of great written content. In fact, we have a new article up from one of our contributors. Her name is Chelsea House. She is reviewing House of the Dragon. Um, the new um, Game of Thrones series. Uh, so you can read her first review of that. Uh, is it House of the Dragon or House of Dragons? I'm looking it up right now because I don't know because I'm not watching it because I never watched it. I also can't remember. Yeah, looking it up right <clears throat> now. Sorry, Chelsea, that I butchered the title of your article. Uh, <laughs> uh, House of Dragon. Okay, so you guys can check that out. It'll be good stuff. Which is ironic because she's writing about House of Dragon and her last name is House. And I made a joke about that and we <laughs> laughed and it was, it was, it was nerdy. Chelsea it was House bad. Of yeah, Chelsea House of Dragon, yes, exactly. Um, joining me on the podcast, as always, I have my two amazing co-hosts with me. You know them, you love them. Let's start with the guy with the most GGR tenure on the staff. Um, he's got two podcasts that he hosts when he's not doing this. One's called The Overflow. The other one is called GGR Postgame. He's also a wonderfully talented musician, which you can check out on Bandcamp or anywhere where you can stream music. But go to Bandcamp so you can pay the guy some money. His name is MC Brooks. Support physical media. Yes. Please. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Always, always and forever. Uh, in co-host seat number two, a wonderfully talented visual artist, uh, also blessed with the gift of gab when it comes to things geeky and nerdy, TV, movies, all those things. Very knowledgeable, so much so that we call him the professor. His name is James Rambo. I am so happy to not be at work right now. You and me both, my man. You and me both. Um, happy to be doing this. Uh, much more than the other thing that I do where they actually pay me. Uh, let's talk about uh, the 
now two episodes in. I'm enjoying the heck out of it, um, but I have some questions. And I have some things that um, we talked about it last week. Are, are um, I'm trying to think of like a good title for her. Illustrious, illustrious works for Shireen. Is that is that proper? Is she illustrious? So. Yeah, illustrious. The illustrious Shireen Nicole, who reviewed the first four episodes of She-Hulk. Um, the more and more I watch this show, the more I'm seeing the flaws that she was pointing out. Um, and again, she just proves that you know she knows what she's talking about. Um, I'm still enjoying it. Um, I liked this second episode. It really sets up a lot of the framework for what we're going to see. Um, there were some twists and turns. I really like where they're going with uh, some of these twists and turns. Um, but yeah, I have some some things, some things that we're going to talk about here. Um, I want to get like general thoughts so far. Two episodes in, uh, Rambo, kick us off, man. Uh, how do you? How are you feeling about She Hulk so far? I'm really enjoying it. Um... I have noticed that of the in in both episodes, um, I'm always surprised when it ends, and I don't know how much of that is like is me being engrossed in the episode is um, the endings being a little abrupt. Um, like it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I'm always like, oh, okay, we're done. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm digging it. Um, I am. I've noticed that, and I do think it is very funny. But there are a lot of jokes where I hear them and I go, "Yeah, that's pretty good," and I don't necessarily laugh at them. Um, but it, it's more just like yeah, that, was, that was that was a good joke. Yes, humorous. Um, yeah, well yeah. done. Yes, uh, yeah, it's very how ribald. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you guys missed the polite golf applause that MC did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bravo, well done, well done. Yes, quite, mm, quite. Um, no, I'm digging it. I, I will say, like, I thought the CG was more noticeably kind of off a little bit in the second episode, um, and I think a lot of that is due to the second episode has a lot of natural lighting and bright lights. Um, and so it was more apparent in the same way that like in prey i thought the worst looking cg was the deer early on in the movie and some of the best was in terms of like the real animals uh was the uh the the puma and a lot of that is because they had like very creative lighting to play with and a lot of like heavy shadows and things um and yet like they got to put some fucking texture on jen's face like they really need to, because it because that is the is one of the biggest like signifiers of it not feeling natural is she looks smooth, so fucking smooth, and like guys we get it. Tatiana Maslany is very attractive. Don't worry, she's still going to be very good looking. Just a little bit of texture, something. Um, but yeah, no, I'm and, and, I, and of course I'm, I'm 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 and obviously all all of the the artists who worked on that show are listening right now. Um, and, and, and the show and like all the CG hasn't been done for like six months. Um, no, I, I dug it. Um, it is, uh, it's funny. This is the first show, not the first show, but like the show where Katie's asked me the most questions of like, who is that? What's going on there? Who are they supposed to be? And like more than half the questions, like, I have no idea. I don't know who that is. Like a lot of the, the, like. The family dinner conversations and stuff she was like is chad her brother and i was like i don't fucking know maybe cousin I, um 
You know as much as I do about that. But yeah. uh so interesting yeah, thing. Yeah. You said you said his name is Chad. I think. Yeah, you know it's cool because I um without like I have hearing issues. I, I can hear fine, but like a lot of times I'm like, wait, what did they just say? And having captions on um, actually really, really helps me be able to listen to a show um, because I'm like, oh, that's what they said. Okay, cool. Um, I also learned this from my son when he was really, really little. He had captions on all the time. It actually helped him learn how to read when he was really, really young. Um, his name is Ched, C-H-E-D. Fuck off. Yeah, no, right, exactly. <laughs> what is... Like, what is Ched? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is Ched? Like, Cheddar? I don't know, but that's what is that? Because I looked at it, I was like, "Is that a typo?" And then he said it again, and I was like, "Nope, it's Ched." <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. Um, I um, MC, go ahead. Let me, what, uh, what are your takes on this, man? Um, <clears throat> oh, no, I, well, I agree with Rambo about the the CGI the the CGI stuff. Um, I do hope that they go ahead and I do hope that they that that's fixed like. For the remainder of the series yeah and honestly like the thing um and, and I, I don't think a lot of people necessarily know this unless you go back and rewatch it but they actually have had a habit of going and retouching things after they've been released they oh, yeah they, they did it with they've done it with wandavision they did it with dr strange they did it for um one one of the others it might have been loki one of the other series that they did so my hopes are you know it's wonky right now but maybe six months from now if we if we were to do or a year from now whenever if we were to do a rewatch we'll see oh no they actually went back and fixed it but uh weird cgi cg aside um i'm i, I pretty much agree with you both I, I i'm very much enjoying uh the show uh so far to this point i agree with it be, feeling short but i think that's also because i if I if I remember, I think this actually might be the shortest episode length that they've done. Oh, like went, thirty minutes, yeah. Yeah, because I I went and looked how long Wandavision's episodes were because Wandavision is the other show that had more than six episodes and their episodes were like forty minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. So like, but th with this sitting firmly at thirty minutes, I feel like that's probably why because I had the same feeling too. Like, yeah. Oh, that was that's all. Um, so. Yeah, I it is. Yeah, it's the same. I for whatever reason though, Rambo. Like I see what you're saying, where you're just like it always seems abrupt. But for me, like as soon as it starts, I always look at how long it is, and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like I didn't even. Yeah, it, I didn't like even sometimes I do, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But we've also been spoiled because everything else we've gotten to this point has been like forty plus minutes. Yeah, I think one there was one episode of something that was really short that was like around like thirty five minutes or something. But everything else has been like damn near an hour. Yeah. So I get it. Um, I will say, like, I've, I enjoyed episode two a lot. I kind of wish, like, I think these two episodes were probably should have been packaged together and it would have run a bit more smoothly. Yeah. In terms of, uh, in terms of just setting everything, in terms of setting everything up for, for what we're going to get. Because it, all the important stuff, all the stuff that they needed to set up so that we can spend the rest of the show with just focusing on Jen and, you know what she's going to be doing <clears throat> for this season all that happened here um so like, i feel like it should have been they should have released the first two episodes and then this week we should have gotten episode yeah. three which it would have been like okay we're going to start to actually get into jennifer as a character and what is ha like what is this stuff with abomination that's that's going on and whatnot yeah but even even with that uh, i like I, I did like this episode a lot 
Um, the Easter eggs are things to be very fucking excited about. Yeah. Um, I was just reading about a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the, the big one that I won't say now, but I'm sure we'll talk about it at some yeah. point. It, I noticed the I noticed immediately because like I was like I immediately gravitated over to where it said Iron Man three and then I just put <laughs> it said below it and I was like, holy shit, they're doing the thing now. They're doing the thing. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm I'm happy that they've gotten all the stuff out the way. They they've they set up a couple really interesting questions that I'm hoping will be answered uh, going forward. Like where. Oh, Where's, I where's, <laughs> like, where's Bruce is obviously likely heading back to Sakar. What's going on with that? Yeah, like, like what's the, what's the, what's the, what, what is very much, what is, what is, what is the deal with that? Um, I don't trust um, the guy. So I, I was reading a, uh, or I was watching a video, and someone was talking about um the law firm that she works at now and apparently the guy what's the i can't remember the guy's name the guy that hires her who seems really like oh slimy. mr fucking um god damn it yeah but, h is the name of the yeah well the I, guy who i can't remember her, his and, name like whitey whiterson or whatever the fuck his yeah. name is, yeah. <laughs> but uh it, in the comics he specifically hired she hulk because his daughter is like a villain and he specifically has or creates this division solely for her protection. So I'm curious if that is going to be a thing, if they're going to deviate from that kind of uh, kind of going forward. And I'm just really curious to see what Jen's arc is going to be over the next uh, seven seven episodes. Yeah, I'm really curious about it as well. Um, one of the things, I wouldn't say a gripe. Yeah, no, you're not. Fuck it. I'm going to say it's a great. Um, the character of Dennis. Dennis is the douche white guy okay. that worked at the old firm that she worked. I worked for the district attorney's office. Yeah. Like, I get what he's supposed to represent. Mr. Holloway. But it's, That's the guy's name. Mr. Holloway. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, that was my gut reaction. I was like, that just sounds like generic white guy name. And I was like, I don't want to say that because it's probably not. No, I was right. Okay. Uh, thanks, Rambo. Um, the character of Dennis is so over the top, it's ridiculous. And it's like, I get that he's kind of an amalgam of every sack of shit dude that women have to work with and deal with on a daily basis, I get that. But like, it was laughably like over the top and in your face in this last episode. Because he's just like, I can't remember exactly what he said to Jennifer, but at one point he says something and it's shitty and you're just like, yeah, okay, you're a piece of shit. And he's like, um, I'm just getting all these free drinks for these broads. I'm going to go talk to it over there. And you're just like, <laughs> this is so purposefully dickhead that it's not effective anymore because now it's just like, you're doing this on purpose. This isn't just like a character flaw. You're literally doing this just to piss Jen off. Like, and maybe it's bad acting. I don't know. Like, it, but all these things are choices that were made and it's like you could still make him a scumbag without having to like do this much work in the dialogue and things like it's and again like it's nitpicky as fuck but it just like for for the majority of this uh episode nothing took me out of it except for that I'm, i hear him say that and i'm just like do people still say that shit maybe i guess they do i mean they certainly do but it, it, yeah. it is very unsubtle yeah, it is, yeah. It that's is what it very, is. There's no subtlety to it at all. I, I, 
it didn't bug me as much. Put it this way, it definitely called attention to itself. It yeah. didn't bother me as much, mostly because it was very brief. He's there and he's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that a lot of that goes back to, if I if memory serves, one of the things the stream was talking about in terms of like, this does feel at times very girl power in a in an unnatural way in a in a way that like feels like kind of checking off uh, uh something from a list um and that's a little frustrating but you know the flip side of that is sometimes if you're too subtle with your message it gets lost um and you know maybe this is what is it uh is it jay stoobs on tiktok i think was talking about um this will be the first time that a lot of men will see characters we'll see this kind of perspective for a character um and hopefully it is you know maybe drawing some attention to things like people aren't considering before by people i mean most of dudes um but yeah it, i i do think it could be handled a little a little, a little smoother um but, but that said you know when he, when he when he finished that sentence with it i was i did laugh i was just like man they really are drilling home that he is a piece of shit <laughs> they're really just yeah. pounding that in your face like by the way yeah. this is what sexism looks like i'm I'm just waiting for the next episode where he's holding a puppy and then just like drop kicks it like <laughs> yeah, let's exactly <laughs> did you see that homeless guy outside i punched him in the face like we got it dennis why is all that blood why is there all that blood on your fist oh i was just punching kittens yeah exactly like, like we get do. it no one likes you Okay, we got it. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about the Easter eggs because, like I, like I said, some days my ADHD takes over when I'm watching stuff, and I notice every little thing. I didn't notice much. The only thing I noticed was well, not noticed because it was part of the fucking plot. Was like I liked how they tied in that Abomination was in Shang Chi, and I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, somebody fucking filmed that. Oh, that's dope. Like. I'm, I'm loving that we're gonna get an explanation for this. Um, but yeah, like, what were some of the Easter eggs that, that I obviously missed, because- I, I missed Man. all of them. I only just saw them on an article just now, so yeah, MC, well, you take it away. Yeah, so, uh, so when Jen is on the couch, like, looking for jobs, like, obviously they have the whole thing, the, 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 like, the, the main thing you're looking at is like something about a Swiss something, which someone actually, I don't know how accurate this is, but Someone says like if you like, if you Google Maps the image and like like it's like where that photo was taken is like near where they filmed that um, that sequence in Moon Knight um, when uh, uh, Stephen wakes up and he's at that like town that he gets attacked at yeah yeah um, but that's that's not that's not the one if you look to the the on the right hand side. First, you have a pair of Iron Man 3s, which I guess canonizes that the Avengers have a shoe line <laughs> in the MCU. But un right underneath it is a headline that says, uh, man uh, gets into bar fight with metal claws. Man fights with metal claws in bar, yeah, bar, 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 yeah. bar brawl. Yeah, which is very clearly referencing Wolverine. What? Yeah. Like That's... very clearly referencing Wolverine. <laughs> nice. And then the one underneath it answers the question that I don't think we've been asking it, but other people for some reason 
have been asking it since November of last year. Why, you know, there's an article that points out what is this giant man sticking out of the ocean? Yeah, the, oh! yeah, the, the headline is framed in such a way that it's like, we're going yeah. to explain what this is. Yeah, yeah. Why, why there is a giant statue of man sticking out of the ocean. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, the thing from, yeah, which is a reference to the, the yeah. thing from Eternals and whatnot. So. Okay. Um, hey, you know what we didn't talk about last week? Oh, this car and ship. That. Oh. And guess uh, what we know now? Is it? Oh. <laughs> Captain America fucks. Yep. Um, we totally missed that. I don't know how we missed that in last week's episode. Yep. But, like, I love the way it was done that Bruce was just kind of like, it was on the USO tour in 1943. There's just, like, just a throwaway, like, not even a throwaway line. It was just like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, he did. And so... Uh, firstly, shout out to Jen for having America's ass as her phone background. Yeah. I don't know if you, know, if you noticed that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I noticed that. <laughs> but also, shout out to all the people who spent the last week on YouTube sifting through the original Captain America film to figure out who the girl is. No shit. Did anybody figure it out? <laughs> yes. It's it's the one. It's the one when he's the, doing it. Like he kind of looks over and the blonde's just kind of like yeah, the blonde. Yeah, the blonde girl. Yeah. yeah. She gives him the head. Girl. Yeah, she gives him the head nod. She's yeah, like, yeah, just kind awesome. of like they, they did a they did a like if you, you do a process of elimination, uh, because there were some headlines because that same actress I think like played Star Lord's mom in Guardians Two. Oh no, shit. But it's not. It's, Jeez, not Star Lord. No, 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 I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's, yeah just saying, <laughs> there were a bunch of memes. There were a bunch of memes about that, but it's not. They're not meant to be this thing. The Star same, Lord's uh, granddaddy person. It's just funny. Um, but yeah, like they they figured out that that probably that probably was the girl. It wouldn't have been uh, Peggy or or um, uh, the the girl who kissed him. And who oh, was, like, trying to get him to take her out. Do you remember who plays that that character? Like that very tiny character in that moment. No. Natalie Dormer. Fucking Natalie Dormer. Dormer. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I remember seeing her and like in that moment when she's just like flirting hard with him, Marjorie just like Tyrell. just throwing it at him. <laughs> And like I was like, she looks really familiar. And I looked at it up, I was like, that's okay. All right. That yeah. woman fucking just sweats sex appeal. Like it yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, super soldier serum or not, I don't know how he resists. Well, no, that's why he couldn't resist. He was just yeah. like, well, you know, I mean, uh, a lot of good men and something. And she's yeah. just like, well, come here, grabs him by the tie and shit. And he was like, oh no, I'm so weak all of a sudden. Oh, <laughs> oh. This whole cap wore a cap. <laughs> uh, stop it! <laughs> no, don't stop! No, don't stop! Fucking um, yeah, fucking Willie Walker! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> help, police! <laughs> I like the I I love that like everybody involved with that, even Chris Evans was just like this is great, like just lean, just lean in, just lean in on the joke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he was the Star Spangled Man with a plan, like <laughs> knew what he was doing. Um, I actually in my own head canon now because we know that, you know, Captain America fucks. Um, because he goes back in time and he's with Peggy, I don't know if there's anything that is canon for this, but like, I feel like they would have had kids. And like, there's some child out there that's got super soldier serum running through their veins from what? her dad or his dad. Like, it, I just, I, I think it would be cool like to see another captain america character i don't know was it mentioned in uh cap was it i think cap 2 was was it mentioned like did peggy was that the, that was the one where peggy was like well she she dies right 
Captain. Yeah, which the fucking heartbreaking scene. Older, yeah. 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 Like, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, does she say that she has children? Or is that well, like she definitely five? does. Because, wait, no, because that, because uh, uh, Sharon is her niece, Aunt yeah. Peggy. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I don't know. Did she have kids? I'm, because th this is like a, a one, because, you know, one of the popular fan theories that exist is that during her funeral scene you can only see three of the four pallbearers and the fourth one that you can't see is someone who's very clearly an old man and people believe uh -oh. that that's old that's old man steve after no shit that. yeah that, uh yeah. she she did get married she did have kids so like that it's it's so yeah it's been after after endgame that was one of the, like the one of the big fan things that was like running around and all the MCU message boards because it was like there's clearly an old man who's carrying the casket whose face you just don't see and whether that it likely was not an intentional choice because they were yeah. not they, they probably didn't plan all Instead of Russo's weren't even in charge at that point were they yeah. it wasn't until wait no they directed Cap 2 yeah, didn't they, they yeah they did yeah they directed it yeah and it's, like, it's... but it was one of those things that they they, they very like that theory literally just based, like if it were to become candid, it's something, it's something that they, they could retcon after the, it, Yeah, that they retcon, kind of like how they retconned it so that like the kid in Iron Man 3 was Peter Parker, even though like that clearly was not the choice. Uh, that was not, that was not a choice they were consciously making when making that movie. Yeah. Wait, what? The... Or maybe Iron Man Two, like yeah. Whatever, there's yeah, a uh, there's a scene not not the kid that was helping him, Harley. I think it was a kid's name. Yeah, Iron Man Three. Yeah. Yeah, Iron Man Two. Yeah. There's a kid who, okay, I guess, Iron one Man of those two. like um, what's his name? Hammer. Um, one of the like his bot shows up and like targets a little kid who's wearing an Iron Man mask. Oh yeah, and like holding like, up his hand. Fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Peter Parker. Is, what? Is, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that was retcon for the MC. It was one of the things that was retcon. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Like everything is interconnected all the time. Shit. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down for you know there being um, connections, but like having to explain every single thing and have everything. It, it it ends up becoming the the, the fucking Skywalker yeah. saga, where yeah. every character yeah. ultimately is like it like two steps removed from yeah. you know one of the major characters involved. Yeah. That, that that's one of the reasons why people like it's also one of the reasons people called mcu spider-man like iron man jr because yeah. of those types of connections yeah. because of, of stuff like that um, um i have a question there... for you all yeah go ahead do you believe abomination is telling the truth like do you do you think he, <sighs> do you think he's actually they're actually reforming him or, or this is just some sort of ruse to like i want to know why he keeps saying this my seven what was it that's a saying? real specific number my and seven he says soulmates. it and he says it twice my seven, so like yeah, my seven, yeah. he's re he's reinforcing that so that has some importance like but i don't i don't know if necessarily he's reformed for per se but like boy does he make a really good fucking point but when he's like look the hulk was the enemy of the state and I was brought in yeah. as a special liaison for the U.S. government, and I thought I was going to be the next fucking Captain America. And, like, I thought that, again, like, not perfect. And, like, again, is he a reliable narrator? Probably not. But at the same time, like, he makes a fucking compelling point. There's no arguing the fact that in the scenario, the only reason that that works the way we see it in the movie is because um, the Hulk is the protagonist. 
But the, the fact of the matter is, like, they wrecked an entire fucking, like, uh, borough of the goddamn city of New York. And a lot of that ended up being Abomination kind of trying to stop the Hulk. Like, it, it definitely got way out of hand. It's that whole, like, from a certain point of view, the whole perspective thing. Like, and I thought that, um, Blonsky, Blonsky, is that Emil Blonsky? Yeah, Blonsky. yeah. yeah okay. Blonsky. I had to say both names for it to sound right. Okay. So he makes a really good point. Again, he's like, you know, I was doing my job. I was a soldier. But in retrospect, if you watch that movie again, like he also kind of goes off the rails towards the end there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, it definitely got way out of hand. Yeah. Um, like they'll, you know, like like he said, he's like, but you know, I'm I'm in prison and the Hulk's a fucking hero. There's no way, like like the Hulk is the best argument for things like, um, the initiative in the in the comics Civil War. Yeah. Um, in so much as like, there's there's a guy who, accidentally but still, um, has turned himself into a giant rage monster that levels buildings um and that's really fucking dangerous like like all you need to do is look at like fucking age of ultron to see the yeah. kind of damage the hulk does yeah and yeah like yeah and, and i actually just rewatched the scene the other day of when he fought iron man yeah and seeing the lengths tony had to go through just to like stop him and the yeah. amount of damage that they did just to just to get him to like, like I guess, just to knock him out, to stop causing further damage. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really involved, and like nobody's calling Iron Man a villain in that. Nobody's saying like, oh, yeah. he's the bad guy. But again, like when you set somebody up as a, it, it ends up being kind of a um, a Walter White problem. When you set someone set a character up as a protagonist, and we are seeing things from their perspective, even if we don't agree with the actions that they take, um, there ends up being a degree of like sympathy and empathy for that character because we're seeing things from their side. And yeah, in The Incredible Hulk, Bruce is the, Bruce is the protagonist, but the Hulk is killing people. Like yeah. he's, he's, he's knocking down buildings and shit. Um, and they set up Blonsky and and like and Thunderbolt Wallace is like, well, if Bruce is the protagonist, anyone who's trying to stop him is the antagonist. And the problem is like they're, you know, it's not like the, the Hulk is not Superman. He's not Captain America running around and like, you know, saving people and posing for photos and shit. Um it is a guy who loses control of himself and uh, puts people in direct danger. Yeah, you should stop that. That is something that should be stopped. Um, but yeah, no, like like Blonsky, like you said, Blonsky makes a great fucking point that uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's a real fucked up situation. And Jen's argument, counter argument, is like, well, you know, but didn't you do? And he's like, yes, I absolutely did. But that wouldn't have happened if. I hadn't been given experimental drugs by the fucking government, um, and 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 if memory serves, by like by Thunderbolt Ross, who was like kind of going outside his purview, 
and 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 using that shit like that wasn't being actively used anymore yeah like that was one of many experiments still being kind of like you know kicked around and tried out um but that's one of the things i really liked about it that was the whole that whole sequence where jen's like wait those are the circumstances of the situation right. oh yeah. well that's a horse of a different color yeah. so yeah there's, there's there's an argument to be made here yeah so i have a theory um because he said abomination said it's him and his like he has seven friends right his seven soulmates yeah okay i wonder and maybe i'm jumping the gun here is that a thunderbolts reference i was thinking it might be because I, I i came up with a list zemo abomination black widow u.s agent the, the rest of these are specul are speculative, but Taskmaster, Ghost, uh, Titania. That actually, that's actually confirmed. I, I don't I don't think she meant to say it like out loud, but she pretty much did an interview and kind of said that she was gonna like she's doing more with Titania outside of just the show. No shit. Uh, Jamila Jamil. Um. And, I, and and like whoever like like I like you can come up with a list of like any like a ton of other people who could potentially be on this list. But I'm I'm curious because he's been traveling around with Wong if there's some sort of connection here because I really do hope we get some sort of explanation as to like what that's about like why Wong in particular like is breaking him out to go fight in this fight club overseas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a sorcerer supreme, so there's got to be a reason for it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like he's not going to be he, like because it was fucking cool. Val, and if he's connected to Val, <laughs> yeah, in, in some in in some way, and whether Val, like, I'm I'm if I, if I had to put money on it, I would guess Val probably shows up somewhere in the final crop of episodes or in like a post credit scene, yeah, for for one of the episodes to like, yeah, you know, like hey, congratulations, because I'm I'm guessing Jen probably wins her case with him um or or like wins in terms of like oh you get a work release you have to go be part of this thing in order to you know not end up back here you know i could see um her being manipulated by this big corporation by holloway into getting abomination released in order to be part of the seven soulmates thing yeah, I, and like him being part of the, I think I can see all of the, cause again, Val is like supposedly like this master manipulator, like pulling puppet strings kind of thing. Well, so like. Be it. That could be the connection. They yeah. have a connection to Holloway. She knows yeah. Holloway through her, whoever the person she works yeah. for is. Yeah. So there's, yeah, it, that was an interesting little string. I loved though that she calls Bruce and he's like, "Yeah, no, nah, we're cool." He wrote me a letter and a fucking haiku. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so long ago. I'm not even the same person. Yeah, we person. squashed that a while ago. <laughs> yeah, now we're good. I'm not even the same person anymore. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was yeah. Right. I thought that was cool, but There's then a... like again, that's the car and ship. Like, and it didn't that look feels... it. It didn't look like he was captured. No, definitely not. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely not. So like, if you if you pause and you look. In the background, one, he has that that big ass binder from episode one. His "How to Be a Hulk" thing is on there with him to teach his kid. Fuck it, it, that he has that on there. The, the little air horn 
that he that he used for Jen is also there in the in the backdrop. Like some of the materials that like that were in that underground location with uh with they, they taught they brought Jen to yeah. are all on the all on the ship with them. So like he's very clearly going back for some reason, and yeah. there's he's bringing his research with him. So like there's I there's very clearly a reason uh, a re a reason behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, there's yeah. something going on for sure. Yeah, because so, like, but the, the, the thing is though, like, what I've read, what I've what I've read about, because I haven't read uh, Planet Hulk or World War Hulk, but from my understanding, they did a little bit of Planet Hulk in like Ragnarok. Um, like the, like like this much, but yeah, yeah, like like Rambo was referencing yeah. last episode, like instead of it being uh, what was it the Silver Savage? It was yeah. Thor versus Hulk. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So. I do, I, I do, like, I do have a, I do have questions about whether or not, like, do you think they could do World War, Hulk, World War Hulk with Hulk being in this, like, serene state where him and Bruce are on good terms? Because I, I was, uh, I was uh, talking to someone the other day and they kind of, they had an idea that, like, maybe, they're like, maybe as, on good terms as, as Bruce and uh, Hulk actually are, that Bruce is actually just suppressing that anger. And there'll be something to kind of trigger that. And when it gets triggered, Bruce, like, there will be no more, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Smart like they Hulk. won't be on good, yeah, they won't be on good terms anymore because Hulk won't be able to contain his rage anymore. And then we could get that. But if there, if the MCU is not doing something like that, then there's no way that they could really do a version of World War Hulk with, um, with, uh, with uh, like this version of the of the Hulk. I think you definitely can, um, and I think actually it adds an extra layer to the story and, and storytelling in terms of one of the ways that the Hulk was able to be as powerful, well, I mean, for, first and foremost, uh, the Hulk in Planet Hulk is relatively, he's, he's fairly intelligent. He's hes not like on the level of um, uh, like current, like smart slash Professor Hulk, but hes he's not mindless. Um, the uh, and, and, and so 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 there's that then also on top of that um he is seemingly stronger than uh the, our current version of the hulk um so he's able to he's able to put himself and everybody else in position to to, to see succeed through sheer like strength um so if you have a hulk who is smarter but not as strong now the story ends up being like he has to, partially he at least he has to figure out how he can lead this revolution how he can radicalize these people um i mean again assuming that they're going with like including the red king and like he's overtaking people and blah 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 um so yeah i think that actually adds and on top of that you get um this is bruce coming back and kind of having to deal with the aftermath of things that the other guy had done. Yeah. So you're he, you're... Can't, he can't pull that like, well, I'm not that person anymore because there's he still is 
because yeah, Hulk it, and it, Bruce together is what he is now. So he has to deal with the ramifications of what the Hulk did. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and I think that um, you end up with if they if they if it's just like sort of like potentially positive things that he's dealing with, then um, you don't really get this aspect of it. But if it is, um, if there's any negatives that pop up, it does end up being sort of like an addict or an alcoholic having to go back and deal with things that happened while they were on a bender. Um, you know, he, he has made a lot of progress. He has made a lot of choices that like positive choices and, and, and kind of settled himself. But you know, if you, it, it's great that you've made, made like peace with your past, but when you go back to your past and deal with all of the people that had to, um, you know, handle all of the shit that you did, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. It's, there's a there's a layer here that could be really fucking interesting of what they could do with this character um and like i'm i'm we've talked about this before mc mc mentioned it in the last episode when we were talking about she hulk that like um he's been like the most underserved of all of the Avengers because of the whole universal rights thing. And yeah. like, we, we just haven't gotten enough story. And like, I think that if, if they're going to kind of like back their way into this and do that, that would be kind of fucking cool is to see like this new character in She-Hulk, but then also like see some of the stuff that was going on with the Hulk the whole time, like get some mm -hmm. more depth to his character. Cause like, I mean, I would like to see it. And like, especially some new takes on this character because for the most part, he has been just like rage monster, like you said. Yeah. And there's there's not a lot of story you can tell with that. Like the reason it works as well as it does in uh, Ragnarok is because he is a character that is, he, he's not the focus. Yeah. Um, and as much as the Hulk is there, a lot of time is spent with Bruce and a lot of that time is, you know, used to, to actually like cover storytelling stuff. Like don't get me wrong. There's definitely storytelling beats with, uh, with the Hulk in that movie. Um, and a lot of them, they, they work really well. Um, but I don't know if you can do an entire movie with that version of the character. And this balance ends up opening up a lot of doors in terms of like what kind of narrative you can discuss. Yeah, it's, I'm excited. Like, I, I like that we're adding more of the universe into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I like that we're getting, we're going back to these planets. Um, we're seeing stuff with the Guardians. We're seeing stuff with uh, Miss Marvel, uh, with Captain Marvel, that we're seeing, like, expanding on all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I just I like Mark Ruffalo. Like I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying his portrayal of this. He's a little doofy though. Like I don't know if you're getting that same vibe, but like he's just kind of, kind of, kind of like, oh, you know, oh, whatever. But like it also makes sense because he's had to be that because he's had to tamp down that rage because if not, he's leveling an entire city. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's a fucking goober. Yeah. Like 
he and and, and he's also finally seen seemingly assuming everything is being like he's being honest with himself and everyone else he's finally at a place where he's not constantly worried about exploding so he can actually relax like the 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 anxiety and the tension tension has been uh kind of like washed away a little bit um so he has all the experience he he knows where all that came from and how he had to cope with it and now he's in a place where he can just be like all right well i can finally relax and be myself like that is i think that's the big difference when you that you get between him like bruce slash hulk now versus bruce in avengers in avengers he is constantly like on edge he's constantly worried about like what's gonna set me off and um he's put a lot of work into keeping you know keeping that monster at bay uh both literally and and figuratively um and now he's you know he's made peace with it and he seems to be in a position where he can um he can actually just be a person yeah that's yeah that's a really good point because like i still remember that line from avengers and it's one of those ones that like just kind of replays in my head when um black widow finds him and she's like trying to talk like talk him into coming with her and he talks about how he's tried to commit suicide and he's like i've put a gun in my mouth and then the big guy spits out the bullet every single time to show the difference between that hulk there and the Hulk that we have now shows how much character growth there's been, how much he's had to struggle, but we don't know all of those, those stories. We've nope. only seen point A and point Z, we'll just call it, and B through Y is just completely, I mean, we get, there's like, you have little bits and pieces here and there, you know, you saw him on Sakaar um, when he comes out of being the Hulk and like, he's talking with Thor, like, Again, you get little bits and pieces, and then you see him as smart Hulk, and then like you see him like get his ass kicked by Thanos, and like all of that stuff. So we're still missing all the stuff in between, and I'm I'm hoping they're gonna fill that in. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed, man. Yeah, for sure. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and uh, close up shop here. Um, we hope you enjoyed our uh, discussion of She-Hulk. We'll continue talking about this um, in the near future. I can't tell you exactly when it's going to be because I want to make sure that everybody's watched it. And for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, um, the Sandman, Neil Gaiman's masterpiece. Honestly, like it's it's his his opus, if you will. Um, that's on Netflix. We're going to discuss that at some point here soon, but it is a heavy watch and it's very dense. So we want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to watch it and not rush through it, but we will be discussing it on the airwaves here. So, um, cause I have had some people ask when we were going to discuss that. So there's your answer soon ish. So hopefully you'll have me, you'll have Rambo, you'll have MC. Uh, we might even bring in some, uh, some of our other friends, uh, who, Uh, podcast here on the GGR Airwaves uh, so we can get their take and opinion on it as well. Uh, But big thanks to Mr. MC Brooks. Uh, Big thanks to you, Mr. James Rambo, as always. Appreciate you being on the podcast and giving us your wonderful opinions and insights on these comic booky things. Uh, We'll be back soon, folks. Uh, Thanks again for subscribing, uh, for patronizing the website as always. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. A transmissions will resume. I try to push, try to keep us all down, down and hold up. But we will never see the truth around.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy! Oh, put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet!